In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Our first reading at Mass this weekend is the fourth of Isaiah's four suffering servant songs. And as we've said before, there's so much unknown about these suffering servants. Who is the servant Isaiah is talking about here? Is it one person or all of the nation of Israel or just a portion of Israel? We're never told, and Isaiah may have been intentionally ambiguous. Yet this suffering servant song seems to put forward a new possibility. Instead of animal sacrifices that atone for sins, might a righteous human being be offered as sacrifice? Through his suffering, my servant shall justify many, and their guilt he shall bear. The theme of sacrifice also has a large part to play in our second reading. It's from the letter, or we could say the homily, to the Hebrews. And you'll remember that the homily can be summed up in one sentence. Jesus is the great high priest. At this point in the homily, the author makes a parallel between the former high priest at the temple in Jerusalem and Jesus as the great high priest in the heavens. You see, once a year on the Day of Atonement, the Jewish high priest would conduct an elaborate ceremony of animal sacrifice and incense offering. All of this led up to the moment when he passed through the temple and into God's dwelling on earth, the Holy of Holies. Only the high priest could pass through the veil to the Holy of Holies, and he could only do that once a year. But here, the homilist is saying that Jesus, the great high priest, has passed through not God's dwelling on earth, the Holy of Holies, but rather God's dwelling, his throne, in heaven. Now at that time, people would approach the throne of a king to petition for favors. And this would almost always have to be done in person. Think of that movie, The Emperor's New Groove. Remember how Pacha has to walk all the way to Emperor Kuzco's palace to plead about his village? Same thing here. Yet, Since Jesus has already passed through and is now present at the throne of grace, through him, in the words of the reading, let us confidently approach the throne of grace to receive mercy and to find grace for timely help. Our gospel this weekend opens with a bang. James and John say to Jesus, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. They're asking Jesus for a blank check, but like any good parent, Jesus makes them define their terms before promising anything. Just before this daring demand, Jesus, for the third time, spoke about his upcoming passion in Jerusalem. In Mark's Gospel, all three passion predictions from Jesus are followed by illustrations of how his message hasn't gotten through to the disciples. After the first passion prediction, Peter takes Jesus aside and rebukes him. After the second, the disciples begin arguing, who is the greatest? And now, here James and John ask for seats at Jesus' right and left, which would have been considered the places of greatest honor at a banquet. In response, Jesus mentions two things, the cup that he must drink and the baptism with which he must be baptized. We'll conclude this setup with a thought about each. Speaking of the cup was a common metaphor at the time of Jesus for one's lot in life. Sort of like how today we might say, the hand I've been dealt. Now, some may astutely conclude that The cup Jesus is referring to here could also refer to the Last Supper, or even perhaps his sip of wine on the cross. While the allusion certainly fits, more than likely the original intention here is simply Jesus referring to his lot in life, his cup. With regards to baptism, the word back at the time meant literally to plunge, immerse, or dip. At its root, it meant a sort of death by drowning or immersion. It was used figuratively to refer to being overwhelmed by disaster or danger, as if by water. 
Of course, the church will pick up on this in the ritual as we know it today. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year B. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.